0: All right, guys, welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you all on your fitness journey. And I am just getting home from going through my second walkthrough on my new home, and it's super exciting. Still hoping that I'm going to get my closing date pushed up. Uh, The guy that took me through the walkthrough does think that's going to be a possibility because they're really just waiting on him. And there's just a few little things they're going to fix on the house, which is like super exciting. I had no idea what to be asking in terms of questions, but, uh, the cool thing is I have like 30 or 60 days to kind of, if there's anything in the house that still needs repair or that I feel like isn't perfect that they actually honor, you know, they'll come out and fix the repairs and all that stuff, but super exciting stuff. And I actually, um, went out this past weekend, just looking at some furniture and I'll be honest, this is like so new to me. Um, You know, I really am the kind of person, I live a very simple life. In fact, I live in a studio apartment because I just don't need a lot of space. Um, I kind of like living minimally, but it's going to be nice to have, you know, a place to host uh, holidays and such for my family, which is something that I'm looking forward to. And uh, I'll have a little bit bigger of a garage. So I'll have a little bit more space for my workouts and uh, I'll have an office area. So my podcast is going to get a little bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess I'm going to be making it a little bit better. I'll have a little bit more of a a backdraft and everything and kind of make it real official. So those are the kind of things I'm super excited for. So uh, I don't want to make this episode about me. This episode is really about helping you guys out, but definitely want to share that because it's something that I feel I'm pretty excited about. So um, it is Tuesday after Labor Day. Hopefully you guys all had an amazing Labor Day weekend. That extra day is also sometimes bittersweet we're like oh it's a short week and it makes this whole week feel almost like pointless right if you're if you're in an office you're kind of like well it's already Tuesday so what do I really want to start this week but uh hopefully if you're in, your kids are back in school and you're feeling a little bit more structured there I guess I should stop with all the small talk right uh, today's episode I I really want to talk about binging in general and the word binge and, and I'm gonna start by really wanting to talk about, I think that people label themselves a binge eater and don't really understand that there are definitely levels of, of binging and, and that when it becomes a serious problem, um, people that do deal with, with quote unquote diagnosed binge eating are dealing with something that's a lot deeper than just, Hey, I ate beyond fullness today. And, um, you know, my main purpose of today's episode isn't really talking to those people that are quote unquote, just, you know, suffering from a diagnosis of binge eating. But for those of you guys out there that struggle with maybe you know, you might find that you just have certain days where you just can't control yourself or you start eating something and you can't stop eating and you, and you label yourself a binge eater because you feel like you have no control over your actions. And then afterwards it's like, oh my God, how do I regain control? And you're struggling with this, this hamster wheel of of feeling out of control and then trying to control everything. And it's just leaving you stuck. So uh, that's my main purpose of today's episode. So if you do get any purpose or any purpose, any value out of today's episode or any of my episodes, please shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. Let me know that you are listening and that you are getting value out of this, how I can further help you. Um, it is something I'm really passionate about and uh, it's what I do for a living, right? So also really excited to be bringing a new coach onto my team. Her name is Hannah. So I now have two co-coaches working with me and a client success manager, uh, so the team is growing, which is awesome, and also bringing more responsibilities to quote-unquote me. Uh, but it's definitely a, a fun it's blessing. It's a blessing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to help more people, for sure. So obviously, being a one-woman show, there's only there's a limitation on how many people that I can actually help. And I do get a lot of people that reach out to me, and I will always say yes. Um, so I definitely I, I, I work seven days a week right now because I'm very passionate about what I do. But I know there's going to be a limit to that, and that there are going to be times where there's going to come a time where that's going to, you know, obviously be too much. So anyways, so today's episode, helping you guys out who are dealing with this, this urge to overeat, feeling like you're out of control with your food and all that kinds of stuff. And this is, if this is you. I really want you to take some notes today and maybe not just take notes, but maybe just be mindful of some of the things that I'm talking to you about. And I'll try and pose some questions out there for you to ask yourself. So first and foremost, what I want to really talk about is I've already kind of mentioned this, that. Binge eating is actually something that's a clinical diagnosis, um, as a disordered eating pattern. Um, and there's a big difference between an emotional reaction that's causing somebody to binge eat versus a physical need to eat. And even though there might be different degrees, uh, I I want you guys to really understand that there is a serious problem when a person is literally so out of control with their food and, and it becomes like an escape from dealing with emotions in life. And if that is something that you deal with, um, obviously that there's there's nutrition that can, can actually help get it in, in check. There, there are nutritional changes that you can be making to help get in check. And I'm here to help you with that. But if you do really struggle with that, I do highly recommend um, always getting to talk to a professional, uh, having a professional therapist, uh, psychiatrist, a, a team really of people that can help you navigate some of those behaviors because behavior change does take a lot of work. And, uh, you definitely want that extra accountability, but a lot of the things that I talked to you guys about today, if you are dealing with that aspect of binge eating might actually resonate with you. And just by fixing some of these things, you might actually find that those urges do go down. So it's kind of like, as much as I want you guys to be talking to the therapist, I also want you to take what I'm telling you, uh, and put it to practice as well. So, and on the other side of things, if you are having a physical desire to binge eat, I want to help you guys out with that. Like maybe you are just figuring, you're trying to figure out why, it's not an emotional reaction. It's just like, all of a sudden you are out of control with your food. So, um, I've already kind of said this, but there are different degrees in which binge eating occurs. And so when somebody tells me, Oh my God, I binge. And I look at their food journal and they had like, instead of having one cookie, they had four cookies. I'm like, that's not a binge. Okay. So let's be real honest with ourselves when we're like labeling ourselves, right? Like, do we really have a problem or are we just feeling guilty about eating a little bit more? Like, And the best way to identify this is when you're done eating and you think you quote unquote binge, how do you feel besides guilty physically in your body? Are you like so full that you like can't button your pants or that like you have to sit down or like you can't move? Like, because when it comes to binge eating, I have done this before and I know how it feels. You literally feel like you don't want to move or you want to move to get it out. Like it feels that, that heavy in your stomach and you likely won't want to eat for quite a while. You feel kind of sluggish. It's just... It's not a fun feeling. So knowing that there's different degrees and asking yourself, is this truly a, a binge? Do I have a binge problem or do I just have a problem with portion control uh, or do I have a problem understanding what a reasonable portion is? You know, sometimes being honest, guys, when it comes to a lot of the hyper palatable foods, think of it like this, a sliver of cheesecake, that's maybe an eighth of an inch thick is going to pack like 300 calories. And I could easily eat four servings of that and, and it not be a quote unquote binge. It's just a realistic portion. So I think that we have to come to terms with the fact that sometimes the realistic portions are much smaller than what we would like to be able to enjoy. And that's not necessarily a binge. It's just knowing that those foods are higher in calories and Hey, they're likely not going to work well with our goals. So I want you guys to, uh, think about that. My kitty cat's coming to say, hello, Jack, are you coming to say hi today? He's been getting up on this desk all of a sudden lately when I'm podcasting. I think he likes me talking and he wants to come say hi. Um, Anyways. All right. So what most people think is the problem. Okay. This is the common thing I hear is I can't stop eating carbs. It's, it's gotta be the sugar. I've got to cut out the sugar. Those are usually the two demon childs uh, that I hear when people are trying to fix this problem of like not being able to control themselves around food. And I'll be honest, it's really not the carbs and it's really not the sugar. Uh, Those kind of two things are like the scapegoat because in reality, this is what I tell people. If if it was really the carbs, if I put a bowl of brown rice in front of you when you were stressed out with nothing on it (laughs) and I'm like, here you go, and you're binging on the brown rice is not likely. Uh, And if it was just the sugar, if I handed you a container of table sugar and just told you to start and go to town, you likely wouldn't go to town on the, the jar of sugar or the, the, the bucket of sugar. So it's really looking at the foods that people are quote unquote binging on and they like to isolate specific things like sugar and carbs. It's really a combination of tastes, flavors and macronutrients like carbs and fats together along with sugar or salts makes things taste awesome. And these are what I like to call those hyper palatable foods. And when we look at ways to fix binge eating, I want you guys to keep this in mind because a lot of these hyper palatable foods are the reason why a lot of people start to quote unquote binge or overeat. Okay, most people tend to binge in the evening or or when they're going to actually overeat. it Typically, is going to be in the evening time. So usually, it's after work or um, after dinner. They're sitting at on the you're, they're sitting and watching TV. Um, and that's when they normally feel guilty that they've quote unquote binged or overeat. So something to be aware of as we go into ways to fix this, because I want you guys to be aware of this as a, a common thread, that you're not the only person that deals with quote unquote night eating. Um, and, and one of the easiest ways to overcome binge eating at night is to learn to plan something in at night. Um, some of the common causes though, let's talk about the causes guys, causes of binge eating or quote unquote overeating. I don't even like to use the word binge. It just sounds so like, oh, um. One of the main reasons for binge eating is undereating, believe it or not. Uh, and I've made a podcast episode on this recently. It's like your fear of eating too much is causing you to eat too much. Uh, because when people are afraid of overeating, they tend to really undereat. They restrict themselves a lot because they're trying to get themselves to be in control. And what they're doing is they're putting entirely too much stress in their body and their brain. And the amount of food that they're trying to live on is entirely too little. And it's only a matter of time before their body's like, hey, I need more food. And that's typically when the binge happens. Uh, And this was me at one point. I was following the zone diet, which was recommended at that point to be eating like 12 blocks a day. But this was right around the time when CrossFit was shifting from just like your workout of the day to like being a competitive athlete and training for multiple hours a day. And I was like freaking starving all the time and I would like be good for three or four days. And then before I knew it, like I was in the jar of nuts and like couldn't stop eating. So under eating will chronic kind of often cause you guys to overeat and it becomes a perpetual cycle because when you overeat, your gut says, oh my God, I have to make up for all of this food I've eaten. So in order to break the cycle, we're going to go over that. Okay, But in order to break the cycle, you're going to have to get comfortable eating a little bit more and trusting that process another cause for overeating or binge eating is going long periods of time without eating I will not go down the rabbit hole of why I think that fasting is one of the worst things for people to do I mean what is the purpose really there really is no benefits to fasting outside of it creating a calorie deficit even when we look at the things like inflammation markers um, and different things stress uh, you know mental focus, the reality is what really creates those changes is the calorie restriction and causing changes in body composition. So as we lose fat, those things do improve. Um, Calorie restriction has also been shown to help with things like autophagy and all those things that intermittent fasting is, is just being masked as the solution. And it really isn't. And in a lot of ways, fasting does cause more stress in the body, which can actually make, you know, other things go wrong. So going too long without eating is one of the worst things you can do. Now, I'm not saying that you have to eat Every two hours, but you know, we should get hungry throughout the day and be honoring that hunger. And and, you know, it's really important for people to have some structure. We're going to talk about this as I go into how to fix things, but you you should really be find, finding finding a, a trend in your day that allows you to be consistent with meal times. Another one is I put this down, is mindless eating. And I I wrote literally not giving a shit. Like you're the kind of person that like doesn't even think about what you're putting in your body and you're just like mindlessly eating throughout the day. I'm hungry, I eat something. I'm hungry, I stop at the at the fast food restaurant and you just mindlessly eat. You don't think about how your body feels with that food. You're you're not really aware. You're just kind of mindlessly eat throughout the day and don't really care. And um this is a huge problem. This is this is likely this is probably the main reason why America has so many overweight and obese people because there's just no thought into what's going in their body. And they just think about what do I feel like having and I'm hungry right now, and this is what's convenient. And they don't even think about how that is impacting everything about their body. Uh, another cause for overeating or binge eating is, is low energy, not getting enough sleep, being too high stressed, and just being exhausted. And that typically will trigger people to overeat, especially because they will typically gravitate towards those hyper palatable foods that are really easy to over consume. Next thing I wrote down was hyperpalatable foods. As I said, easy to overeat because they are hard to stop eating. Pack a lot of calories. This is one that's a little bit more technical for you guys to understand, but it's very common with people that are overweight or obese, which is leptin resistance. Leptin and ghrelin are the hormones in our gut that help regulate hunger and satiety. And in uh, overweight or obese populations, oftentimes leptin gets blunted and they no longer get those signals like, hey, I've had enough to eat. And because they don't get them, they don't really ever get that off switch and they just continue to overeat. And so when we talk about how to fix this problem, because I know that if you're listening to this episode right now, you're listening to all these things that I'm saying, and you might be like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. And like the awareness is great, but like, honestly, like how do we do something about it? How can we fix this problem? And I think the number one thing that I can give you in terms of advice to start to work on fixing this issue is you are going to have to stop eating intuitively for a short period of time and start eating intentionally. And what I mean by this is, as I mentioned, those mindless eaters, those, those people that are just grabbing things, you know, uh, you're, you're eating in intuitively, you're just choosing things. And for a short period of time, you're going to have to let go of emotions. You're going to have to let go of what you think you're supposed to be doing. You're going to have to let go of the mindless eating and actually start to eat intentional. And that intentional eating is going to come down to first and foremost, we've got to get your appetite regulated. We've got to get you feeling like I'm not hungry all the time. I I don't have cravings all the time. When we fix that, we start to fix the binge eating tendencies, even if it is emotional, because when you're not as hungry, your tendency to overeat isn't going to be there. So number one is you have to really focus on being more intentional with your food and less intuitive for a short period of time. Your body does not trust you right now, and, and you're actually working against it. So In order for us to fix that, we have to kind of look at it from an unemotional, almost like an outsider standpoint, and and really give you the the opportunity to be more intentional with your food and and make sure that we're getting you the right things at the right times to help fix this. And it does take some effort. You are going to struggle. It'd be easy for me to say, oh, this is just simple. Just follow this. But that's not the reality. You've likely been dealing with these problems and these behaviors for years and years and years, and it's not going to fix itself in a week. It's going to take some time. But the more you put the focus and the energy on the right things, and I'm going to talk about today, it's going to help you guys overcome this issue. So first and foremost is the intentional eating. Next thing on the list is identifying a, or identifying, I should say, cleaning up your food quality. And that means looking at your food. And, and I'm going to talk to you guys from two different spectrums here, because I've got the chronic dieter who is literally demonizing every food in the book. And they are literally then binging on those foods they're avoiding because they're like, oh my God, I can't have these things. And they tell themselves they're they're bad for them. And then they get a hold of them and they can't stop eating them. So we have to find some balance here. But so first and foremost, we have to make sure that you're eating a high quality diet, meaning we want foods that are high in uh, proteins, lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of complex carbohydrates, um, healthy fats from things like nuts, seeds, olive oil, avocado, and things like that, really balancing our diet out that way and removing some of those hyper palatable foods like cookies and cakes and, and chips and stuff like that. When you are dealing with binge eating, those foods are very easy to overconsume. and we won't have to remove them forever. But when we're trying to get things you know, figured out, I'm going to talk to you guys about something next, but we want to, we want to kind of clean out those things. So I try and get people to avoid things that are deep fried, heavily sauced, um, and those like higher calorie combination foods that you tend to have a really hard time saying no to or eating too much of. And I will talk to you guys about how we navigate this without feeling restricted next. Next part is ensuring that you are eating enough overall calories and food volume. So we wanna make sure that our meals are satiating us, but they're also rich in the nutrients that our body needs. We have to be getting in enough protein. This stuff right here, guys, when you're not getting in enough food and the right volume of food, you are gonna to start to get cravings you are going to have tendencies to overeat. Your body is looking for energy and carbs and fats together are like the best combination of fast energy for your body. As I mentioned, I wanted to give you guys some tips now for like, you know, if you guys, you know, we're removing things from your diet, we don't want to just remove, right? We want to add, like I said, we're eating enough, but also I like people to try and find replacement meals and replacement uh, foods for those foods they typically would eat that are higher in calories. So maybe you are somebody that likes things like, uh, you know, nachos with queso, like chips and queso. Um, can we make like a healthy, like, you know, salad bowl with like some, or, or maybe some homemade nachos where we like use a carb, to- a lower carb tortilla. We make some tortilla chips out of that. I have a really cool recipe for that. Add some like lean ground beef and some cheese on top. And now we've got a healthier homemade version of something that might be really higher in calories or high in calories that you would get from a restaurant. Uh, Even things like ice cream or things like that. Can we make a healthier version at home? Maybe it's making a protein smoothie. Now, I'll be honest. There are times where it's like, hey, the real thing is all that's going to matter. Like it's a a birthday celebration or something like that. But when we're talking about navigating binge eating in particular, these tips are what these are for. This is for helping you guys. I want to get control over my nutrition again. So we have to find replacements that are going to be higher in volume and higher in nutrients to help replace those things that you have a hard time saying no to or eating too much of. The next thing that you guys really need is a better meal structure. So if you are somebody that is just like winging it and eating mindlessly throughout the day, you tell yourself you're not hungry, your body is now conditioned that way. And the only way to fix that is to kind of go against the grain, as I mentioned, going against intuition and building a structured meal plan for yourself. It doesn't have to be my meal plan or your best friend's meal plan. It's how many times a day do I need to eat to feel satiated? It might be like three to four times. For most people, it's going to be three meals and two snacks or, you know, uh, three meals and one snack, something along those lines, like breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, something along those lines, depending on your schedule. But we want to have a routine meal structure and then ensure that we're getting enough food at each of those meals. Because I mentioned that binge eating primarily happens in the evening, I do think that making sure that you have a satiating evening meal or snack is really important. A lot of people tend to feel like, oh my God, I shouldn't eat after 6 p.m. I should just stop eating at night because that's when I binge. Well, the reality is that's, it's easier said than done. But I think that instead, if you plan in a satiating meal or snack in that time and you can look forward to that, it actually might help you feel more in control because now you don't feel like you're restricting yourself. So setting yourself up with a, a nighttime evening meal or snack that feels enjoyable to you is going to be a game changer. And the last one that I wrote down is we have to really identify our trigger binge foods. And this should actually come first. And it, it kind of is going to happen as you go. Because, like I said, this isn't a perfect journey. You're going to screw it up, but it's okay because if you screw it up, it's not like you failed. You just learn to navigate from that. We have to figure out what foods are really your trigger foods or your go tos. And as I mentioned, the replacements, you might for a period of time need to remove these foods from your diet because it's too hard for you to kind of control yourself. But over time, as we've gotten you eating more calories, you're feeling more satiated, your binge tendencies will go down. And, and I'm just going to share my own personal story with you guys. I uh, I, I know I talk about my history. I, I struggled with anorexia when I was younger. Um, and that also manifested itself in a period of time when I would binge and I would be completely out of control. And it was not, it was not pretty. I, I still to this day feel very ashamed of that. And by the way, there should be no shame with, with binge eating. It's something that you are working on. Um, and I had I had a lot of fear around specific things. Like I didn't think I'd be able to control myself around a jar of peanut butter, or I didn't think I'd be able to control myself around like candy or sweets. I was afraid to have a cookie because I felt like I wouldn't be able to just have one. And that was really stressful. And oftentimes it would lead me to overeat and binge eat on the wrong things. I would tell myself, I can't have a cookie, but I would like literally smash like a bunch of like bacon wrapped dates. Like it is like the stupidest thing that happened. And I really did think that I was never going to be able to enjoy those things again. And I'm very excited to say that like, I have control over my nutrition and I don't really crave those things, but if I do have them, I feel in control. I literally still have Reese's peanut butter eggs from Easter in my freezer, and they've already come out with the pumpkins. (laughs) And like, those are my favorite, like holiday candies is the the pumpkin Reese's, the peanut butter eggs and the, the trees are like my favorite ones, but I've been able to control myself and I haven't had to like, you know, feel like I can't just have one or two and call it a day. You know, it's just really important to understand. So kind of recapping this episode and and kind of putting it all to, to practice for you guys or putting it all together for you guys is this, is number one is I kind of mentioned at the end, don't feel shame, don't feel guilt. And I say that, and I know I can't control your feelings, but I want you guys to realize, okay, like this is something that I can work through. And if you are struggling with binge eating and you're struggling with overeating, the first thing that you have to look at is like, am I eating enough food in general? Or am I constantly on this like hamster wheel of like under eating and then over eating and then under eating and over eating? Cause that's where we want to start. We want to start by identifying if if you're eating enough, then we want to start to build some of that structure into your day going from intentional, or I'm sorry, intuitive eating into intentional eating to kind of navigate appetite. Get you to feel more in control of things and then be able to really navigate a plan. And if you are trying to lose fat, I promise you that just by fixing these things, it's going to make fat loss so much easier because when you're dealing with this binge cycle, you are never gonna be able to be consistent long enough to see fat loss. Whereas we get this under control, now you have control over your nutrition, you are gonna be more motivated and more likely to follow through with your nutrition plan. Okay, so we go from that intention, intuitive eating to intentional eating, we're eating enough calories, we're building some structure, And, uh, that's really the main thing guys. And if you guys are really struggling to know, uh, like what to start with, how to start understanding if you're eating enough calories, how to kind of break the restriction cycle and you want some help kind of getting started, just shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. I just finished up my fat loss frameworks webinar last week and have put out a fat loss frameworks, uh, quiz to kind of know, um, ask people where they're at in their journey and how we can help them so that I can kind of navigate where you're at and meet you there. And so if that's you and you're struggling and you really want to get some help overcoming this issue and you feel comfortable, shoot me a message. I'm always open to help. And uh, from there, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Talk soon.